Imagine this, you put in a ton of work, you've spent the last six months designing, developing, and producing a collection, and you've come up with something that you truly believe is a unique selling point for the brand. But now you need to bring others into the business. You need to approach vendors, you need to approach other designers, specialists, consultants to be able to help you scale your business to the next level. But you spend so much time, and you've heard these horror stories on the internet about intellectual property, creative ideas being stolen and being taken advantage of before the owner of this concept has had the ability to go to market. How do you protect yourself? Is there some way that we as designers, as creatives, as brand entrepreneurs can protect ourselves? Well, yes, there is. That's what I'm going to be discussing in today's episode where we'll outline what an NDA is, a non-disclosure agreement, and how it can effectively help you to protect yourself in the early stages when you're communicating with a vendor, when you're communicating with employees, when you're communicating with anyone that you need to share sensitive information about your design and your intellectual property on. So what is a non-disclosure agreement or NDA for short? In short, it is a legally binding contract that's main and sole purpose is to help protect your intellectual property once sharing it or when sharing it with other third-party vendors and other people outside of your legal entity so that it's not broadcast, it's not shared to others or recreated without your consent. It's a way to prevent confidential information within your company from getting out or being leaked before you've had the chance to bring it to market. I get it, it might seem strange at first to have to ask someone to sign a non-disclosure agreement or an NDA, and you might not have ever worked with them before, but you have to understand this. Information is powerful, and if you've put a ton of time and effort into creating something that you truly believe is a unique selling point, and you're looking to trust a vendor or a third-party agency for the first time to work with you, well, it makes sense that you're going to want to protect your intellectual property. In this social media age, where things can even effectively be shared with others in ways that are non-malicious, you could have a idea of yours or a piece of intellectual property shared with the public before you've had a chance to go public with it by mistake, totally by mistake by someone you're working with or an employee of yours. And this is where an NDA comes in handy. In order to effectively obtain a non-disclosure agreement, you honestly don't need the best lawyer, nor do you need access to a lawyer. You can draw one up yourself and you can pretty much Google most of the main components that you need to include in an episode. We've also created on our website a fashion company document starter kit that includes an NDA that I've personally drawn up myself that I've used with our key clients be able to protect their intellectual property when dealing with suppliers that are halfway across the world. That way, everyone involved knows what is required of them and everyone is protected. So if you're interested in checking that out, check the link in the description. I'm offering 50% off for the next 72 hours. It's the Fit Design Fashion Brand Company Document Starter Kit, and it comes with that and a bunch of other documents such as commercial invoices, purchase order, bill of materials, and a ton more. Check that out when you get the chance. But what we need to understand is that you can draft one up yourself, but if you're going to go for one on the internet, make sure that you're not drafting or copy pasting from one that already exists that has another company's sensitive information or one that's been specifically drawn up for them. This is where prepackaged templates made for the general public, such as Fit Design's company starter kit, come in handy. What do you need to consider before creating your non-disclosure agreement? Well, we need to look at the elements that a great quality and compact agreement will include. First and foremost, you need to effectively outline 
what is to be protected underneath this NDA? Is it just the design? Is it the graphics? Is it the patterns? Be specific, but at the same time, you don't have to be overly specific, so much so that you're giving away what you're trying to protect in the first place. Next, you must specify the ways in which you permit the information and the documentation that you're providing to be used. A great example of this is if you don't want to allow physical photocopies of your documentation or your company documents to be made, then you should also outline that in the document at the same time. If sharing of files outside of your authorized server is something that you don't authorize or you can't allow, or you can't let someone that is outside of the authorized group that is underneath the NDA to share the document. Also, feel free to outline that in there. This is especially useful if you're working with a third-party entity and they may be working with other third-party entities. You want to make sure that your NDA specifies who they can share it with and who falls underneath the authority to be able to access the documentation that you've provided. And if applicable, you must specify who the owner of any copyrights, patents, or any trademarks that are included in the confidential information that you're providing are. And of course, if you are the owner, this should be made explicitly clear in the document. Some important things to take into account when drafting up your document is that make sure that any information that you're classifying as confidential is not already public domain. I see this a lot, but there's a lot of creators that are pretty much copy pasting from another creator or another company. And they think that this falls underneath the grounds of authentic, copyrighted confidential information, but it already exists. It's already been on the market in one way or another. So make sure to do your due diligence and figure out, is this information truly copyrighted to me? Do I own the rights to distribute this as my own intellectual property so that you're also not infringing on someone else's intellectual property? One thing to note is also the timing of when you showcase your NDA. Most companies, they'll get ahead of themselves. They may showcase the product that is meant to fall underneath this confidentiality clause, but at that point, it's too late. You've already let the cat out of the bag. You've already showcased what is now confidential and now it's considered to be public domain. When it comes to a third party entity that you're trying to work with, before you show them anything, before you outline any confidential information you want to protect, make sure to create this document, get them to sign it, and then you can do any demos, any presentations, or share any relevant files. One thing to note is that a lot of legal jargon is often used in NDAs. So what I want to do is I want to give you guys the right terminology so you can understand an NDA when you're drafting one up and to make sure that the right terminology is being used. The first thing is confidentiality. This is in effect a legal principle that maintains secrecy between the entities or the parties that are drafted in the contract. Next up, you have the confidentiality clause. This is especially important if even the agreement that you're drafting up between you and the third party entity needs to remain confidential. Where would this be used? Well, let's just say you're designing something top secret or you're designing something that you perceive to be revolutionary and you don't want this company to even outline the fact that this design is even happening. Not even go into the details of the design, but even outline that there is an agreement there or there's some form of partnership that's being taken into effect. Next up is the owner or the discloser. In this case, this would be the company that is most likely going to be yourself that is providing the confidential information that owns the rights to the confidential information. Next up is the penalty clause. This is an optional way to specify the amount or fixed amount of compensation that you're entitled to in the event that the NDA is breached. You also have the recipient, and this is the flip side of the owner or the discloser of the information. This is the person or the entity that is receiving the confidential information and is going to be responsible for maintaining its confidentiality. Next, you have the 
statement of reasons. This is a short paragraph that outlines specifically why both parties involved are in the business of sharing this information between each other. So what's the context here? Why is this information being shared and why does it need to be held underneath this confidentiality clause? You also have to specify the term of the agreement and this effectively specifies how long or what the duration of this NDA is and usually depends on the scenario, but if your products or if your designs are actually copyrighted and they're trademarked, then this should be specified as the duration in which the trademarks are effectively held by the owner until they become the ownership of the public domain, which is an X amount of years. Now, what do you do if someone doesn't agree with the idea of signing your NDA? Well, you need to approach this in a way that is open-minded and very polite. You have to understand that most people may not have ever been experienced or exposed to an NDA, and especially with the legal jargon, it can be quite intimidating. You need to assure them that this is for the interest of both parties, and you have to explain to them that this is to help protect the integrity of the project involved. Make sure that your NDA is not predatory and does not put any unnecessary pressure on the entity that you're dealing with. It should be something that is there to protect both parties and to make it clear what the expectations are. In this case, you get pushback from the other entity. You might ask them, why is it just the idea of the NDA that's throwing them off or is it specific clauses? If it's the entire idea, you may try to dig deeper in there or you may try to notice that this might be a hopeless case. They might not just be open to signing an NDA for one reason or another. At that point, you need to use your best judgment as a business person and determine, is this someone that I'm willing to take a risk on or not? On the flip side, if they have specific terms or specific clauses that they have an issue with, then you can ask them, why do you have an issue with this clause? If so, how can we amend it and find a reasonable alternative for said clause. Guys, I definitely recommend that you take your time, do your due diligence, create an NDA, do the research, and if you need to watch this video time and time again to outline what the key points that are mentioned are, then definitely do that. Don't play Russian roulette with your unique ideas and with your brand. You may not be able to actively protect yourself in the event that you release your information without a NDA. So check the link in the description as well if you want something that's specifically put together by my team for fashion brands that's going to be airtight, that's going to protect you and protect the people that you're working with. Guys, from the very bottom of my heart, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Fit Design TV. Until next week's episode, stay awesome.